Hi, um, it's Sari Hulohi, your host for the Core Expert podcast. And today we're just discussing the difference between different types of stretches. So everybody knows if you want more flexibility, you need to stretch. And in terms of stretching, there's many different types of stretches you can do. So what's effective, what's not, what works, what doesn't. It depends really on what you're trying to achieve. So the old adage of sports training and sports sports warm-up is that you should warm up pre-exercise and you should do a cool down post-exercise and that warm-up pre-exercise is really aimed at priming the muscles and part of that is obviously incorporating stretches. Now if you just lump stretching into two main elements we have what we would call dynamic stretching and that really is talking about movement based stretches so it's not that static prolonged hold that's what we call static stretching it's where you know you might see people swinging their legs forward and back you might you know do big arm circles Um, they're aimed at sort of a stretch where you are still moving Um, and that is the type of stretch that you would need to do pre-exercise so say for argument's sake everybody knows what a quad stretch is everyone knows what a static hamstring stretch is everyone knows what a calf stretch is the old let's just do a small static stretch and then start moving and start jogging has gone sort of by the wayside a little bit what what people think now is that when you are going into that more static stretch where you're holding a pose for 20 to 30 seconds, what's actually happening is you're getting a relaxation effect on the muscle. And that is more advocated post-exercise, post, um, more from a point of view that you know we're trying to lengthen muscle. And it's also obviously what we'd use to lengthen muscle. If you're doing that pre-exercise, the thought process these days is that you're relaxing the muscle you're not actually priming it for movement so the way that the stretching community or stretching advice works now is that you're doing something that gets your blood circulating you do a little bit of a a walk or a run or you know you're walking on your toes you have a little jog or whatever it is that is your warm-up method for getting blood circulating and then you're moving into what we would call dynamic stretches. And they would be, um, if you're looking at the footy players and you know, people who who are on the the telly doing their sports warm-up, you'll notice that they do um, knee to chests. You'll notice that they might do sort of a bit more of like a dynamic lunge. You might notice that they're doing sort of knee to chest and circling around the hip and then they go outer leg and circling back forwards. So what they're doing is they're putting their joints through the big range of movements that there is required but they're doing it in a slightly shortened position and then they're working bigger into that more lengthened position so what's happening is more of a warm-up style the circulation's going the joints are getting lubricated the muscles are starting to work and function we're putting the muscles and and the joints into a work situation that is very similar to 
what they would need to do in sport and then we're making those movements a little bit bigger so you're working into working stretches or dynamic stretches and really priming the muscles to work and function so a little bit sort of more plyometric based a little bit more sort of plyometric training um, is the end result rather than those static prolonged holds so the thought process is warm up start warming the joints up and the, the, the sort of structures and tissues around the joints that you're moving and then from there you go into your more dynamic loading and it's more sport specific for you and then you you know you're warming up with your um, sports drills where your your muscles are on a stretch which is fairly active and dynamic and very very related to what you're about to do Obviously, you then play your game, you do whatever you're doing with your exercise program or your um, sport, and then afterwards, you actually do need to cool down. So, um, when you're doing your cool down, what we're looking at is that you potentially have used those tissues, they've potentially gone into a little bit of cramp, they've obviously got a buildup of lactic acid, and what you should be doing then is carrying on that process of keeping the circulation going, whether that means, you know, say you've done, if you if you watch footy matches and that on the telly these days, um, what you'll see them doing is they'll carry on running and training, and you might have a handful of them who are doing, you know, shuttle run drills at the end of it, and the idea is that they're carrying on that process of the body cooling down, war you know, warming down, but they're getting the circulation to flow. Um, so it's their recovery post-exercise. And then after that, you know, they might do things like ice baths or ice, um, ice treatments. But the, the stretches that they're doing uh, is more that static stretch into flexibility is aimed afterwards as opposed to pre, okay? so. Exercise prep, think dynamic, think sports specific. Post-exercise, think keep circulation going to get rid of any lactic acid buildup and to make sure any waste materials are flushed out of the muscles as, as, be, as best you can. And then um, static stretching if you're trying to ensure that you've you know, maintained it. Obviously, there's lots of different things around these days that people are aware of for recovery, like you say, the ice baths, like, you know, massage techniques like your recovery shorts, your recovery pants, so um, the skins or the two times you, um, they're the type of things that can just help with um, circulation and, and giving that sort of support to your, your tissues and your blood. And then obviously on top of that, your, your more static stretching to maintain flexibility and prevent that sort of cramp effect from going on. The, so, like I say, from say 20, 30 years ago, from where you know we were a lot different in how we work, there's been a lot more research on physiology and tissue, tissue recovery, tissue training, um, and what we really should be doing to to get the best out of, of what we can. My my son, or both my sons actually, are swimmers. And you know it's quite hilarious because I don't swim, I can't swim at all. Um, but they do a warm up which might be one and a half k's, which I find hilarious because I can't even do one length. But their their sort of warm up is you know one and a half k's worth. And um, on top of that, you know they then do their um, sets of what they're doing, and their sets might be you know three to five k's, and then they do another k and a half warm down. 
um, you know, and they do their sort of recovery swim. Um, so it, it is he fairly hilarious. Um, what they think is, you know, normal is, you know, their warm up and their cool down is, is probably what the people do for training. So again, it, it varies with your level of eliteness and your level of intensity that you're working to. But you know, the takeaway from here is that if you're looking at doing sport, your prep work needs to be dynamic and your post prep work can still be dynamic, but going into more static um, in that recovery phase. If you are looking at flexibility and you're looking at doing something that changes your tissue's length, that is when we're looking at more that static range. And that's when more that static range comes into it because what we're looking at trying to induce in that is the creep effect of tissue. So if you can get your hands, if you lean forward and your hamstring length is fingertips to knees, and you want to increase that, you know, you're stretching further down and you might get your fingertips an inch, two inches below your knees. From sort of the, once you've done three or four stretches, the creep effect of the tissue. So what we're talking about is the amount that that tissue will stretch at that time. You're probably going to have maxed out by the time you've done about four stretches of about 30 seconds. And once you've done that, you're probably not going to get that much further with X amount more stretches. So look at doing four stretches, maybe five or three to five, whatever is your number that you're comfortable with. And then to improve flexibility, if you could only get to the kneecap and you increased it so you've got a hands width below your kneecap, the next time you stretch should be, you know, the next day or later that day, you know, you don't want to be leaving it three or four days because you're only going to, you'd have gone back to your knees by then. You want to try and use that creep effect. So before it shuts back down and comes back to its start point, you should already be an inch below your knees again. Then you're utilizing the creep effect to go further down the shin. So you might be midway down the shin. It's going to come back a little bit and then you can go further down the next day. What happens when people say, I've been doing my stretches, but my flexibility is the same is that they're probably doing stretches, you know, twice a week, three times a week. And, you know, that's not enough to improve your flexibility. You're looking at trying to get the tissues to lengthen and the tissues to change. And when you're getting those tissues to change, it needs to be something that carries on um, within a short space of time. So, you know, you might find doing stretches morning and night. And then if you're doing them the next morning, you've still got some carryover from the night before. When you're doing them in the evening, you've still got some carryover from the morning and so on. So you'll get flex more flexible, more flexible, more flexible. Whereas if you do them on the Monday and then leave them to the Thursday, well, you're going to get job because there's no, there's no improvement that you can maintain. So dynamic stretching and static stretching serve two very different purposes. The purposes of your dynamic stretching is to prime your tissues for exercise. It's to prime them so that they know how to react. So if they are under stress, um, they know how to work from a stretched position to a shortened position. They know how to go from a shortened position to a stretched position. What you're looking at when you then go from a um, static stretch is that you're trying to utilize the creep position of the tissues. You're trying to get the tissues to lengthen and stay in that more lengthened position and then give you more flexibility by 
utilizing the creep effect and the creep properties of the tissue so that you get longer and longer and longer and you have more length within those tissues as the soft tissue starts to to lengthen and adjust so that's your difference in the actual tissue properties that we're looking at obviously on top of that you you know you've got variants that we've talked about earlier you can use foam rolling you can use you know soft tissue massage you can use different things that potentially can help with recovery or flexibility because everything's become a lot more into you know it, it's not purely we do dynamic for this and we do static for this it is part of that is prep work part of that is working part of that is loading the tissues and then with the stretching side of it part of that is also taking your tissues through an eccentric stretch which is working them as well as you uh, as well as just your your static pose so you might do some pnf where you're holding a muscle and then working into um, a stretch so you're doing a little bit of resistance and you're asking somebody to help you stretch in further or you've got you know a towel around your ankle when you're lying on your back and you're pushing into that to activate hamstrings to then pull that leg towards you a little bit more so you know there's other facilitating techniques such as proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation which is that pnf technique so that's hold and relax contract relax push relax all those sort of things that can help you activate the muscle so it's at maximum contraction so that it facilitates a relaxation effect which allows you to move that muscle a little bit further because if your muscle is overactive it's not then going to stretch you want the muscle to relax to allow that to happen so allowing that stretch into into more range can be helped by making the muscle contract as hard as you can with that pnf hold relax or contract relax so that when it lets go it allows you to move more so a little bit of info on the differences of stretching when you should use it when you shouldn't but the big 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 no-no these days is don't do static stretches and then try and go and run or do dynamic sports you really sort of look at priming and prepping your muscles so you've actually got sports specific stretches your muscles know how to react when you need them to all right we'll talk about something else next time thanks for listening